One of the questions I get asked frequently is, should I have a Roth IRA or should I do a Roth conversion? Well, the answer is, it depends. It is an important question and that's why we're going to dig into this topic on today's episode of the Retirement Income Show. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Eastam, where we're building your tomorrow. Powered by the Retirement Income Source and brought to you by Fellowship Financial. Be prepared to hear ideas, concepts, and strategies that may challenge the way you were taught to think about saving and investing for retirement. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to it. Now, here's this week's Retirement Income Show, where we're building your tomorrow with your host, Michael Easton. Welcome, everyone. I'm Michael Easton here with Dave Stearns, and together we are co-hosting the Retirement Income Show. We're so glad that you're with us on another chapter of the Retirement Income Show, where it truly is all about the income. Well, Dave, we hear all over financial media that a Roth IRA is the best tax deal going. And that may be true in general, but everyone needs to look carefully at their personal situation to figure out if the cost of having a Roth is really worth the benefit. Because if you react to general media headlines, you may put your retirement in jeopardy. And our goal on the Retirement Income Show is to help our listeners consider all of the factors, how they affect you, because that's how we can keep you on the road to living that stress-free retirement you always dreamed of. Isn't that right, Dave? Yes, Michael, that's absolutely right. I love that because that's what we want to do on the Retirement Income Show. We want to have informed listeners who don't react to just the general media headlines. You know, I suppose when sliced bread came out, everyone thought it was the greatest thing that ever existed. But what if <laughs> since what? <laughs> what if you don't need bread? What if you don't like bread, right? So I think it's really a great topic that we're going to talk about. I really love the idea that we're going to help our listeners kind of begin to understand the difference between general headlines and what really is a Roth IRA. I think we should really just start, Michael, talking about, you know, how is a Roth IRA different from a traditional IRA? What are some of the things that you would tell those folks that come into Fellowship Financial about the difference between traditional IRA and Roth IRA? Well, the first thing is an IRA in itself is just basically it's part of the tax code. And the thing that's important about a traditional IRA is that it does give you a tax deduction, generally speaking. Now, that could be true with a 401k as well, meaning that before you calculate your taxable income, then you deduct the contribution to your IRA or your 401k. Now, that's the first difference between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. You don't get a tax deduction by contributing to a Roth. And that's a big deal for a lot of people. So that right there requires that you take a little bit of time and determine, does it really make sense? Yeah. And you know, someone that's got a lot of income in retirement, yeah, they want to save taxes in the future, but my goodness, they might just need a tax break right now if they're still able to put money into an IRA, if they're still working, or they may not want to do a conversion because their tax table is so high. So I love that point. You can't just make a knee-jerk reaction. A Roth conversion is good for everyone in retirement. You got to be thinking about, could you use the tax deduction now or in the future? I mean, one of the things I like people to really think about our listeners is that analogy that you know, you and I talk about, I know we do in our conference rooms, and that's that analogy of the farming. I mean, if you are 
wanting to put money into a traditional IRA, you're going to get a chance to save the tax on the seed, which is great. But if you're the able to- your contribution. That's right. On your contribution. That's right. So you put money in, you save taxes on the seed, but those that are able to do a Roth IRA, they're not going to save any money on that contribution like you just pointed out. But what they're going to save taxes on is the harvest, which is the seed plus all of the additional tax deferred growth over the years. So again, it sounds great, but everybody's individual situation, as you pointed out, really has to be analyzed carefully. Yeah. And one of those characteristics you just kind of breezed over a second ago, where they are both very similar, is that you don't pay tax on any interest or dividends or any gains while the account is open. In other words, while the money is growing inside of that account. And that's a pretty big deal because you think about compound interest and compound interest can work in your favor if you don't have to pay taxes along the way. Now, it's still going to work in your favor if you have to pay taxes along the way, like a traditional savings account, but not as much. You get leverage benefit by deferring the taxes and being able to let your money grow for years and years. So if you want to know clearly whether a Roth conversion is right for you or whether a Roth is the best option for you, call Fellowship Financial right now at 844-308-4861. That's 844 844- 308-4861 or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. We can schedule a free retirement risk review. In that 30-minute call, we're going to look at the risks that may affect your individual portfolio. We'll talk about Roth conversions. We'll set you on a path to a stress-free retirement. So don't wait another minute. Call Fellowship Financial to schedule that free retirement risk review at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. 4861. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton here with my good friend and fellow financial advisor, Dave Stearns. And today we're talking about Roth conversions and Roth IRAs versus traditional IRAs so that you have a good path to achieve that stress-free retirement. Michael, we're off to a great start today on the Retirement Income Show talking about to Roth or not to Roth. And I like the fact that we were able to kind of set up the difference between a Roth IRA versus a traditional IRA. And one of the things that I've noticed as I work with folks is that a lot of folks in retirement feel like the Roth train left the station without them. Have you ever noticed that? They kind of wish they had more money in a Roth and maybe they were too deep in the traditional IRA, traditional 401k when the Roth came about, or maybe their income level was so high that they really just couldn't contribute to a Roth. And so I think we should talk a little bit about how that problem could maybe get mitigated. What about Michael, if you've got people that come and see you and they're still working for maybe three or four more years and they're high income wage earners, Is there any way they could consider maybe getting money in a Roth somehow? Most definitely. There are a lot of employers today who use a Roth 401k. And we're seeing more and more along the way. In fact, we have it at our office. I know you've got them at your office where not only do you have the traditional 401k, but you have the Roth 401k, which means that you can contribute to a 401k that is a Roth. And that's a big deal because, of course, you can contribute more money to it. And I know we're going to talk about that 
in a minute. And one other thing before we get too deep on that, Dave, that I want to address is just a minute ago, we talked about some of the primary characteristics, but we missed a really important one. Oh boy. And this is a difference. We talked about growth on traditional IRAs. There's no tax on the growth. Same thing with a Roth. Here's the big difference. When you hit right now, it's 73, then you have to start taking required minimum distributions. That means that you have to take money out of your traditional IRA or your 401k. And remember, that money wasn't taxed. You got a deduction on the front end. That's the seed that you were talking about earlier. You got the benefit of tax-deferred growth, but the IRS is hoping that that's going to grow into a much larger number by the time you hit RMDs. And then they're going to force you to take money out. So if you have a million dollars in an IRA, your RMD may be about $38,000. That means you have to take that money out whether you want it, need it, or not. Switch over to the Roth. Guess what? No RMDs. And even when you do take that money out at your choice, you've got the control, there's no taxes. Wow. I tell you what, I'm glad you ended up talking about that, Michael. I thought you were going to scare our listeners on the Retirement Income Show. Scare them away from listening, talking about that nasty RMD. (laughs) Michael, I've got a client. He doesn't like the RMD. I mean, he despises it. And every time I'm talking to him, guess what he calls the RMD? He does not call it the required minimum distribution. He'll never call it that. He always calls it the required minimum distressor. He hates it. He hates it. And you're right. If you got a Roth, maybe you're working right now. Maybe you're a listener going, man, I wish I had a Roth based on what they're talking about. I just want our listeners to know that if they've got three or four more years to work and they're in a 401k, I'd like for them right now to make a note of this on Monday or the next business day, they need to call their employer and find out hey, do we have a Roth 401k option? Michael, I've seen people that have gone and called and found out they do. And for the last three or four years, heck, they can stuff as much as $30,000 in a Roth 401k if it's available, assuming that they're over 55, right? So that's something our listeners need to take advantage of on the Retirement Income Show today. Yeah. And actually that age is 50. They can put a significant amount in as long as they're 50 years old. Understanding the difference between a Roth and a traditional IRA or a traditional 401k and a Roth 401k is crucial to having a successful retirement. And I've written a book that addresses these important aspects of retirement. It's an Amazon bestseller called Common Sense Income Strategies. And I'd love to give you a copy today as a free gift. So if you're one of the first five callers at 844-308, 4861. That's 844-308-4861. We'll get you a copy absolutely free. Just call in, ask for Common Sense Income Strategies by name, and it's yours. It'll be on your way. It's just another way we like to help educate and thank our listeners here on the Retirement Income Show. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of the Retirement Income Show. It's awesome to have you with us. I'm Michael Easton here with Dave Stearns. Together, we are discussing Roth, and IRAs to keep you on the road to a successful retirement. Well, Dave, I totally agree with you on checking with your employer to see if you've got the Roth 401k as an option, because that can make a huge difference in your retirement. Most people don't take into consideration the fact that they're going to have to pay taxes in retirement. And it's a big issue that can blow up your budget, especially if you think about five, 10 years from now, you've been in retirement for a handful of years and suddenly the tax rates skyrocket. 
If you've got a traditional 401k or a traditional IRA, that's going to put a hurting on your wallet, maybe change some of your plans. But if you've got a Roth, guess what? You've got choices and you don't have to pay tax on that money. Yeah, that's awesome, Michael. And I know later on, we're probably going to talk a little bit about how in the world do you get those dollars out of one bucket into another bucket, you know, but I just want our listeners to realize, now look, I don't want our listeners to swerve off the road, Michael, when I say this, I definitely don't want them to change the station, but I'm going to say something that may sound a little bit crazy to our listeners today. And that is that Michael and I, we believe taxes are on sale today. I mean, taxes are a bargain. And I'm talking about because in the past, I wonder if our listeners know from 1944 to 1945, in that year, those highest wage earners, Michael, paid 94%. They had to make over 200,000, but they paid 94% just in income taxes. Well, why are they on sale? Because they were cheaper in the past, probably going to be cheaper in the future. $33 trillion of debt. Man, there's a four-letter word that explains it. I'm not going to cuss. The word is math, Michael. The word is math. You're a CPA. You know what I'm talking about. Our listeners got to seriously consider the reality of higher taxes in the future. Absolutely. And Dave, so far we've hit on a few important characteristics of traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs. But if you don't know whether you would actually benefit from a Roth or a Roth conversion, you may spend way too much in taxes putting your retirement at risk. We're going to talk about that coming up next on the Retirement Income Show, so stay right there. Helping you build your tomorrow. You're locked on to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Easton, powered by the Retirement Income Source. Here's the Fellowship Financial Money Minute with Michael Easton. Considering a Roth conversion, learn these top three points to see if it makes sense for you. Number one, taxes. With federal debt approaching $30 trillion, most believe they're going up over time. Paying lower taxes today on a lower amount is better than paying higher taxes later in retirement when IRS forces required minimum distributions. Number two, start early. You'll be better off. Starting a Roth conversion at 62 may allow you to convert more by spreading it out over several years. Convert the whole IRA at one time may cause you to pay too much in tax too soon. And number three, don't forget about the impact on Social Security. Converting an IRA to a Roth may help reduce or eliminate tax on Social Security. Call Michael Easton today at 407-949-5888 or log on to fellowshipfinancial.com. Fellowship Financial, where we're building your tomorrow. Time now for more of the Retirement Income Show with Michael Easton, powered by the Retirement Income Source. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Michael Easton here with Dave Stearns. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of the Retirement Income Show. And today we're asking to Roth or not to Roth. That is the question. And we're doing this to keep you on the road to your stress-free retirement. So if you missed any of the program, we make it easy for you to get caught up. All you need to do is go to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio show tab and you can listen to this episode or other archived episodes of the Retirement Income Show. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. It's available on your favorite streaming service. That's another way that you can continue to renew your financial mind throughout the week. It's just another way that we love to help educate our listeners, 
and it's absolutely free. Well, Michael and I are here with you, our listeners. We're talking about to Roth or not to Roth. And I'm already just lamenting the fact that this show is flying by, Michael. We're really in the first couple of minutes, we talked a lot about how does a Roth 401k differ from a traditional 401k or a Roth IRA differ from a traditional IRA. We talked a lot about how much you can contribute. We even did a little bit of farming, talking about taxes on the seed versus taxes on the harvest. And really what I want to talk about, Michael, right now for our listeners is who would benefit from a Roth or who might even benefit for doing a Roth conversion, you know, it's not for sissies. You got to have a stomach and a conviction that taxes are going to be higher in the future. I don't know. What comes to your mind when you think about this potential of a Roth conversion, Michael? Well, that's a big deal, Dave. And the reason we're hitting on this topic is because we both get these questions all the time. In fact, I got a story. A listener came in to the office And he retired last month. So he was right on the precipice of everything. He'd done a great job saving. He had about $800,000 in retirement accounts. And the first thing he said to me was that he wanted to start converting all of his IRA money to Roth. And I asked him, I said, why do you want to do that? And he gave me the standard reasons, like it was just common sense, right? Tax-free growth. You don't have any required minimum distributions. You have tax-free income, and you can pass that money on to your beneficiaries tax-free. But when I asked him how much income he needs, he told me he needs about $7,000 a month. So we looked at his sources of income, which were about a $2,000 pension, $2,000 in social security, but the rest is going to need to come from his investments, his retirement accounts. That means that he's got to generate $3,000 a month or 36 grand in income from his investments. And that's kind of reasonable on $800,000 typically. But think about this. In order to do a Roth conversion, he'll need to take out more than $36,000 to do the Roth. And then he's got to leave it alone for five years to get the full benefit. So here's where the problem is. He needs income. So in this case, because he needs income from his retirement account, the Roth conversion is less beneficial. If he only needed maybe $4,000 to live on, well, it could have made sense. But, you know, people have to take into consideration the additional tax costs. You know, the tax man is going to take money from you one way or the other. You got to take that into consideration or else you're going to end up unhappy paying a lot of money. That's why we put those things out there right up front. Yeah, that's a great story, man. There's so much for us to nibble on and chew on really just in that story alone. But what I'm thinking about is the point that's so well made is, is that if you're pulling money out to live on and doing a Roth conversion, that's really a double whammy. And I can think of another group of listeners out there that might be listening and they may be already near or at required minimum distribution. So they're now having to pull money out to satisfy that tax man, you know, your uncle, Uncle Sam, Michael, your uncle, they got to satisfy him. And so they got to be taking three and a half, four, four and a half percent out. And they might have, should have done already some Roth conversion. So that's one of the things that I like to help our listeners think about is, is if you've got a four or five, six year runway, so to speak, before you're 73 and with the SECURE Act changing that required minimum distribution beginning age to 73, that lengthened the runway. The time really to do some Roth conversions 
is really before you're forced to take withdrawals out, or if you have to take it out to live on, probably not going to benefit, as you've said today. Yeah, Dave, I'm so glad you brought that up. And I hope the point that we're hitting home for our listeners is that Roth conversions and doing a Roth, it's not just a black and white. They can be very confusing. So if you want us to clear the air for you, want us to talk to you about your specific situation, take a minute now and call Fellowship Financial, 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or head over to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. And I want to encourage you to take advantage of a free retirement risk review where we'll look at whether a Roth conversion makes sense for you or maybe contributing to a Roth makes sense for you. Give you the best path forward. We'll talk about the risks and the costs. Don't put it off. Give us a call. You owe it to yourself. Free retirement risk review, 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Well, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton here with Dave Stearns. Together, we're co-hosting the Retirement Income Show. And today, we're also jumping deep into Roths. To Roth or not to Roth, that is the question. We're glad that you're here with us. Well, Dave, I just gave an example of somebody where it doesn't make sense to do a Roth conversion. There's the other side of that spectrum, too, that I think is incredibly important. And I see this quite a bit. Somebody might retire at full retirement age and 67 or 66, and they turn on social security and they're living fine. They've got low expenses and maybe they have some savings just sitting in a bank account earning nothing and they don't want to risk it or they want to use that to live on. Well, listen, that's a great opportunity for you to take advantage of at least considering whether a Roth conversion makes sense because you have something called a standard deduction. That's money that the IRS lets you automatically reduce your taxable income by before they calculate your taxes. So if you're single and you are that person I just described, or even a married couple, you've got twenty-five dollars to $27,000 that the IRS is going to let you deduct. That means that you can take some money out of your IRA account, convert it to a Roth tax-free. And in my book, tax-free is always better than tax-deferred. So it's a huge deal, but you've got to understand the mechanics of it because it's not going to work for everyone. But I tell you what, I've seen it many times where even a small amount can make a big difference in the long run of your retirement. Yeah. Well, that's incredible to think about the standard deduction for those people that are newly retired and aren't having to take a required minimum distribution. It's almost like the standard deduction gives them a little cushion to do a Roth conversion. You know, one of the things we talk a lot about is filling in your existing tax bracket. If I think about that couple or that example you were just talking about, let's say they're in a 12% tax bracket because they're living off of social security and some savings. So, you know, the top end of the married filing jointly at 12% is 89,450. Michael, what if they have taxable income of 60,000 after that standard deduction? They have 29,450 more dollars they could potentially take on as income and still stay in a 12% tax bracket. Man, if you can pull money out of your IRA. I know it's voluntarily. It's like jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. But if you can do it and pay 12%, Michael, do you think they would ever regret that down the road? Not likely. And I'm going to take it a step further because if you're even just 5,000, 10,000 above that threshold, yes, you'll be paying tax on that incremental amount, that five or $10,000 at 22%. 
But if you average out your tax rate, it really only comes out to about 13 or 14% on the whole amount. So again, it takes some time to think this through. And we've got to know a good amount about your individual situation. And like I said before, it doesn't work for everyone. But I tell you what, I've seen so many circumstances where it can actually work and save tons of money that you didn't even know was there. And I hate to see people leave money on the table, Dave. Yeah, I do too. And so I think that's a great illustration. It makes sense that my nerd CPA host with me, Michael Easton, would point out that blended tax rate. But gosh, that's so powerful for our listeners to think about. And then I think one of the other things I just want them to know, because many of them might be thinking right now about doing a Roth conversion, we got to just make sure they know that, hey, if you owe an additional twelve or 13 or 14000 in taxes, you got to be able to pay that out of either income or some other savings. Because if they try to pay the income tax on the Roth conversion out of that account, well, it's just like taking your foot and your gun out and shooting your foot, right? So we got to make sure they know that. But many of our listeners are in a great position to do that. I think they should take advantage of a Roth conversion if they find themselves in that position. So one of the ways you can find out if it makes sense for you is to reach out today, call Fellowship Financial at 844-308-4861. Again, 844-308-4861. Schedule a free retirement risk review. We'll ask you the right questions. We'll find out if a Roth conversion does make sense for you and set you on the right track to that stress-free retirement. Well, we're so glad you're with us here on this episode of the Retirement Income Show, where we're talking about to Roth or not to Roth? That is the question. And I'm here with my good friend, Dave Stearns, talking to you on the Retirement Income Show. We're so glad you're with us. And there are so many aspects to considering a Roth. And realize this, folks, it's not an all or nothing proposition. Maybe it makes sense for you to convert all your Roth in one year, maybe rip the Band-Aid off the wound and The thing you have to remember is you've got to make up those taxes over time. So you do have to look out into the future to see if it makes sense. And that's why for many folks, it makes sense to look at it one year at a time. And that's what we do with our clients. We might consider a Roth one year and then the next year we don't do it or we look at a Roth conversion. You have to look at where your income falls. Is your income at a higher place or is it at a lower place? Is the market down or is the market up? that can have an impact on how you do the Roth conversion and whether you do it year to year or you skip a couple of years. Important points that you need to know about. Yeah, boy, when I think about that, I think about evil Knievel. And I think about how they would often say, hey, don't try this at home. Like, did they really think I was going to try that at (laughs) home, Michael? But this is one of those things where our listeners... They really need to think about having a trained professional that can work with them to help them navigate some of those things that you just pointed out. They've got to have a conviction that taxes are going to be higher in the future. They've got to have a runway of time, but they've got to carefully consider, can they stomach paying taxes early? There's so many factors for our listeners to consider, but one of the things I just want to encourage our listeners to not do, and that is put their head in the sand. They ought to really explore whether a Roth conversion makes sense for them or not. Dave, that's so important. And again, not putting your head in the sand, I call that the ostrich approach, just hoping it's all going to work out okay. And yet we see so many times that if you do nothing, that causes more problems. And even if you made a mistake, you know, 
I want you to take some action and at least make an informed decision. And I think that's what the Retirement Income Show is all about, educating our listeners, helping you make good, solid, informed decisions about retirement. So just because a Roth IRA has a lot of benefits doesn't mean that it's the right tool for you. If you can't justify the tax costs over time, then contributing to a Roth or doing Roth conversion may end up costing you tens of thousands of your hard-earned retirement money. However, knowing how a Roth may impact your retirement goals and dreams can increase the chances to achieve that stress-free retirement you dreamed of and deserve. Well, Dave, we are out of time on another episode of the Retirement Income Show. It happens so fast. We are so glad that you spent some time with us. Make sure that you have an amazing week with the ones you love, and we'll be back again soon with another episode of the Retirement Income Show. You're listening to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Eastham. Now's the time to start building your tomorrow. No one needs to tell you we live in an era of financial uncertainty. With roller coaster markets and a deep divide within our political system, what does the future hold for those saving for and nearing retirement? Michael Eastham has put together a proven financial blueprint in his new book, Common Sense Income Strategies. Filled with in-depth analysis from today's economies to the seven pillars of wealth to things to do now, Michael Eastham tackles them all with his latest offering. David Scranton, host of The Income Generation, says, A book written by a man uniquely qualified to explain all the details that have actually changed lives and allowed thousands to avoid financial disaster and achieve their retirement goals with fearlessness and peace of mind. Common Sense Income Strategies. Request your copy today by visiting fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Now is the time for Common Sense Income Strategies. Everyone wants to be physically fit, right? We want to look good. We want to be healthy and live a long life. Well, the same thing should be true for your finances. In fact, physical fitness and fiscal fitness have a lot in common. You need to do both well in order to live well in retirement. And that's why we're talking about it on today's episode of the Retirement Income Show. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Easton, where we're building your tomorrow. Powered by the Retirement Income Source and brought to you by Fellowship Financial. Be prepared to hear ideas, concepts, and strategies that may challenge the way you were taught to think about saving and investing for retirement. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to it. Now, here's this week's Retirement Income Show, where we're building your tomorrow with your host, Michael Easton. Welcome, everyone. I'm Michael Easton here with my good friend and fellow financial advisor, Dave Stearns. Thanks for joining us for another installment of the Retirement Income Show. Well, today we're going to talk about your fiscal or financial fitness and the impact that it can have on your retirement. You know, most of us can remember hearing about a superstar athlete that went broke. In fact, you're probably thinking about one in your mind right now. I mean, these are people that we admire because throughout the early part of their lives, they worked so hard to become the best they could in their individual sports, and it paid off. They made it to the top through sacrifice, through discipline, through hard work. They'd get up early and train and then go home late after training some more. And then shortly after their career in sports ended, or maybe it was cut short due to an injury, they lost everything. Maybe they filed for bankruptcy. 
The fact is, there's a long list of people like that. These are great examples of people who were physically fit, but were in terrible financial health. And there are certain things that you need to do to get and stay physically fit. Well, guess what? The same is true if you want to be financially fit in your retirement. And one of the goals on the Retirement Income Show is to be your personal financial trainer to keep you on track, to keep you motivated, and help you live out the stress-free retirement that you've always dreamed of. Isn't that the truth, Dave? Yeah, that is really the truth. I'm kind of lamenting the fact that I didn't really go running this morning already, <laughs> but I think I'm still going to be- I know, I know, Michael, <laughs> it's kind of rough, but yeah, I think that's really a great point that you make. And that would be tragic in retirement if we have somebody that, you know, is wonderfully physically fit and in the parallel example that you just talked about, but their finances aren't as in good of shape as them. You kind of need both to live that stress-free retirement that they've always dreamed of. And so I do think about how important it is to have a good financial coach. And so I'm glad our listeners are listening to us this morning on the Retirement Income Show. And you know, I love being a financial coach to retirees. It's just a lot of fun. When you think about being a financial coach, Michael, to your clients and folks there in Central Florida, what are some of the things that you like to focus on and get their brains wrapped around so they can stay in good financial shape? Well, look, there are so many things. I mean, one of the most important things I think is just establishing good priorities. These are keys to recognizing where you're going if you have some sort of a vision. I mean, you and I talk about this all the time, the importance of establishing goals for your life. And we do that both in our personal lives, but also from an investment standpoint and a retirement standpoint. What are your needs? What are your wants? Those are all very important. Yeah, they really are. You know, the old adage, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. And unfortunately, it seems like, you know, when people make that transition into retirement, their head was down. Heck, they were just trying to stay out of debt, raise those kids, get them to college, upgrade that house and save a little money along the way. And then next thing they know, they find themselves at the retirement table and it just came fast and it came furious. Every once in a while, you've got those people, Michael, that are good planners, good goal setters, but a lot of people arrive kind of frenzied. They don't really have goals. And so I do think it's just really important, just like if you want to stay in physical good shape, that we help our clients figure out what their goals are Because at the end of the day, if they don't have goals, but they have financial strategies, sometimes those are in conflict. So helping them understand their goals before their financial strategies in retirement is going to help them stay in good financial shape. Yeah. Having a financial strategy that is in direct conflict with your goals can be a train wreck. It's literally a strategy for disaster. And that is important. I mean, the goals aspect is something that many people feel like are intangible, but it really does lay the foundation for you helping to identify what's important in your life. And one way that we can help you to self-diagnose your fiscal and your physical health is to offer you a free retirement risk review. And we'd love to be able to schedule that for you. All you need to do to take advantage of that is give us a call at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. We'll get that on the calendar and that retirement risk review is going to look at the health diagnostics of your financial health and make sure that we can align those things for you. So take advantage of it now. Give us a call 
4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or go to fellowshipfinancial.com. We'll get that retirement risk review scheduled right away. If you just jumped in, want to welcome you to the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton here with Dave Stearns. And today we're comparing fiscal and physical health as we build your tomorrow. We're glad you're here. Well, Dave, one of the things that I love to share with our listeners is just different stories that we hear periodically. And one of our listeners and a client of ours is really the epitome of physical fitness and fiscal fitness. As we talk about those two topics today for years, and I'm not going to reveal his real name, so we'll call him Nick. How's that? That works great. All right. Nick ran a uh, nutritional and a wellness store up north because health and business were two of his life passions. And he ran his franchise like a well-oiled machine. And he was, of course, quite successful, as you might expect. He was able to reinvest profits back into the business every single year. And he grew it while he was saving money for retirement. And then several years ago, he was ready to retire, ready to pull the trigger. So he sold the business, got a healthy profit, moved down here to Florida, and he enjoys this phase of life. You see, Nick wove his physical fitness into everything he did. He also worked out regularly. I mean, he was careful about what he ate. The way he looks now in his late 70s, he still looks like he did when he was in his 50s. It's amazing. And he realized that both physical and financial health go hand in hand, and they're both lifelong quests. You don't just stop exercising when you retire, and you don't stop carefully evaluating or managing your finances at that time either. You got to keep going, right? Wow, you do. I kind of wish I knew Nick. That's really an encouraging story, Michael, and that's real hopeful. I mean, the thing that I heard as I listened to the story is just that Nick, man, he was so disciplined when he was trying to stay fit as a young man and so much so that that discipline carried on into his retirement. But it also sounds like Nick was really disciplined when it came to his financial fitness, when he was in the accumulation stage, and then when he moved into retirement as well. So I really think we should talk a little bit more about this concept of being disciplined as it relates to staying financially fit in retirement. I mean, it takes commitment to do this. It takes dedication. It takes hard work. And a lot of times folks get to this place in retirement, they're kind of tired. They don't really want to think about it. But if you're going to stay financially fit in retirement, you can't really just put your head in the sand, right? You got to have a good advisor and you got to stay at it and be disciplined. What do you think about that? It's so true that We all love the end result, right? We love looking at the pictures of the people that are physically fit and they're, you know, they're all cut. They got the six pack on their gut and they're solid, but that doesn't come without hard work. In other words, we love the end result, but we hate the actions, right? You get out there, you do a couple pushups and you're like, I'm done. That's not the way that it works. If you're going to live your life that way, you've got to make it a lifelong passion, just like Nick did. I mean, we all admit exercise can be boring at times. But the fact is, it's no different than saving. You set up your 401k, you start to save money in a disciplined strategy on a systematic way. It comes out of your paycheck every single paycheck and you start to adjust your budget that way. That's what's so important about continuing that dedication and that commitment. And I want to make sure that our listeners know how to make those changes in their lives if they need to, or just an evaluation of how those things work. 
So one of the things that I'd love to do is to be able to offer you a complimentary copy of my updated best-selling book, Common Sense Income Strategies. So if you're one of the first five callers at 844-308-4861, that's 844-308-4861, we'll get you a copy of that book so that you can understand the importance of fiscal discipline as well as you move forward in your quest to your stress-free retirement. So give us a call right now. Be one of the first five callers, 844-308-4861, and we'll get you a copy of my book, Common Sense Income Strategies, out today. Well, thanks so much for being with us here on the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton here with my good friend and fellow financial advisor, Dave Stearns. We are talking about fiscal and physical fitness in your retirement life. Well, Dave, let's dig back into the concept of the disciplines. I mean, just being disciplined in anything, as you know, it it takes commitment, it takes dedication and hard work. Nothing good in life comes easily. In other words, money doesn't fall out of the trees. And sometimes you have to do the boring stuff and you got to do the rote activities in order to make progress. And that's true. You know, one of the things that I know a lot of people hate to talk about is budgeting. But budgeting can give you the best window into answering the question that you need to know most in retirement, which is, what are my expenses? How much does it take for me to live the comfortable life or live the life that I want to in retirement? So focusing on that for a minute is really a critical piece. Oh, man, I think I could just, I heard all the dials changing. People just left, Michael. You brought up the B word, man. The B word. <laughs> you know, it's so you know, from true. a numbers guy, it's it's, it's always, uh, oh, yeah. I love talking about those, but yeah, I'm you know, sure your not wife everybody loves, thinks the way I do. Yeah, she probably loves when you talk about budgeting as well. But, oh, yeah. um, you know, the reality is when you were talking about budgeting, what I was thinking about is somebody that goes to the gym with their physical fitness and they're a workout beast, but they never check their calories. They eat as many calories as they want. And all of a sudden now their calorie intake is working against their good physical discipline. And you know, that's really where budgeting I think comes into play here, Michael, this morning, our listeners, I want them to think about that because if they begin to get the right financial coach in place and they begin to make good strategic financial decisions And we think a lot about generating enough income to live on, but then they don't do the proper budgeting. Now, all of a sudden, they're leaking like a sieve. We can't make enough income because they don't have any discipline on the budgeting side. So I think it's really tremendous. And I really, really love helping sit down with people and get them to really think about not only their goals and their needs, but what are they spending money on retirement and begin to think about how can we shape and how can we curve and curb and make a budget that really works well within the financial discipline approach. That's so true. And the budgeting doesn't have to be that difficult. Look, I'm a spreadsheet guy and numbers guy, and I know you are too, but not everybody thinks that way. So one of the things we try to do on the Retirement Income Show is give you a vision of how you can look at it differently. And one of the best ways to do that is take a top-down approach. If you're trying to figure out how much money do I need to live on, Well, look at the amount of income that you make and then subtract out the things that you're not going to be spending money on in retirement. So for example, let's say you have an $80,000 salary and you're contributing 
$10,000 a year to your 401k. Well, guess what? When you retire, you're not going to be contributing to your 401k. So now all of a sudden, your income need drops down to $70,000. And you can back other things out of that, like social security, car payments that'll be paid off. Those things won't be there. That gives you a reasonable number to start with that doesn't involve looking at all your bank statements and receipts and things like that. So it's a critical piece that I think is so important. Dave, we've talked about priorities. We've talked a little bit about some of the disciplines, but overlooking your strategy could put your retirement in cardiac arrest. I'm Michael Easton here with my good friend and fellow financial advisor, Dave Stearns. Together, we are co-hosting the Retirement Income Show. We're so glad you're here. And today, we're talking about comparing physical fitness and fiscal fitness as it relates to your road to the stress-free retirement that you always dreamed of. So if you missed any of this program, we make it easy for you to get caught up by going to fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. Click on the radio show tab and listen to this or any other archived episode of the Retirement Income Show. And make sure that while you're there, you subscribe to our podcast so that you're renewing your financial mind throughout the week. It's just another way we love to help educate our listeners, and it's all free. A few minutes ago, Michael and I were talking a lot about the similarities between your physical fitness and your financial fitness. We talked a lot about the necessity of knowing your goals, your priorities. We talked a lot about the need for being disciplined in your physical and your financial fitness. We really talked a lot about making sure you're working with the right financial coach. And Michael, as we think about really the second part of our show together today, there's a lot of other strategies that our listeners need to know about. What's on your mind at this moment as we think about some additional strategies we can talk to our listeners about? Well, I think some of them are logical. And I really believe that there's more common sense to thinking this through than a lot of people want to give it credit for. I mean, just think about it. When you're younger, Dave, your metabolism works much faster. Your energy level's higher, so you work out and you eat differently than when you were older. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I could just gobble down two quarter pounder meals from McDonald's and I'd be fine or even eat a whole pizza by myself. You know, those days are long gone. And I oh, know man. you're in the same boat <laughs> as I am, brother. That's rough. But the same thing is true with your finances. I mean, if you're investing for growth, when you should be investing for income, that's a big problem. And what I mean by that is when you're in your 20s or 30s, maybe even early 40s, then it's okay to take more risk. You know, you buy mutual funds, you buy common stocks, you know, you don't need to access that money for 20, 25 years. But the fact is things change. When you don't have your salary anymore, then you got to think about the words of the legendary Rolling Stone singer, Mick Jagger where he's singing, time is on my side. Well, that's not the truth any longer. I mean, I don't know if you've seen Mick Jagger up on stage lately, <laughs> but you can tell things have changed just a little bit just a little. for him. The fact is, you don't have time to recover when the market drops. You can't take as much risk. And if you're using the same tools in your 60s and 70s, or in Mick's case, early 80s, then your retirement could be in for a world of hurt. Yeah. You know, it wasn't that long ago, and this is a bit of a confession, but I have a 
absolute love for donuts more than chocolate more than ice cream more than anything else i don't have a weakness except for donuts and it wasn't too long ago i mean michael i'm in my late 50s man someone brought us 12 hot crispy cream donuts and ate oh, five of them five yeah. of them like i did when i was younger and i'm gonna tell you i paid the price i paid the <laughs> price. it was not good and that's really such a good parallel analogy because when our clients are in that accumulation stage and they're putting money in every single paycheck and the markets are going down. That's helpful for them. That's a great thing because they can buy more things on sale. But Michael, our clients are retired and it doesn't seem like Wall Street really understands or sometimes even cares because they keep folks invested the same way in the distribution stage that they were in the accumulation stage. And I'm over there going, time out, man. This isn't going to work in the physical fitness realm. And it doesn't work in the financial retirement fitness realm because now when the markets are going down, you want your steady RMD, you want your steady income. You're selling more and more shares to keep the same income. Michael, that is a recipe for running out of money in retirement. And that's our biggest fear for our listeners today. It sure is. And if you've got concerns about where your investment strategy is, and if you're in the right place, well, we got a great way to help you figure that out. All you need to do is reach out to Fellowship Financial at 844-308-4861. We'll set you up with a 30-minute call. We'll do a retirement risk review for you absolutely free. We'll evaluate the risks that exist in your portfolio or in your strategy and help you get financially fit to match your life in retirement. We're so glad you're with us here on the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Eastham with my good friend and fellow financial advisor, Dave Stearns. We are co-hosts on the Retirement Income Show. Today, we're talking about fiscal health, financial health, and how you need to pay attention to both if you want to live that stress-free retirement. Well, Dave, I got a springboard off of your donut comment because I love Krispy Kreme donuts myself, to tell you the truth. But one of the things that helped me, and maybe this will help you and a few of our other listeners, when I think about eating a donut, especially those fresh, hot Krispy Kreme ones, mm. man, all I have to do is think about the fact that if I eat one of those donuts, I got to run three miles in order to burn the calories off. Oh, man. <laughs> That's enough of an incentive. <laughs> so the fact that you ate five of those donuts the other day, my goodness, man, you better run a marathon. <laughs> That's good. Well, you know, the thing that I'm thinking about, maybe the kind of the parallel analogy would be if our clients are eating Krispy Kreme donuts, meaning being invested aggressively while they're trying to pull money out of their portfolio, because you know, Michael, after all, retirement's about income, right? right? It's about income, as we've talked about in the past. You know, knowing that big number to retire on, it's a little hard to go to Publix on that number. You got to have paychecks, you got to have income. So if you're invested, for Krispy Kremes, meaning the accumulation stage, and you're trying to pull money out, it's really not going to work out good for you. And so just like in the analogy you brought up, our clients have got to figure out really some of the most strategic ways to begin to invest while they're in the distribution phase of their life. And so I think I'd like to focus for our listeners this morning on what kinds of strategies that you use and we use to help our clients begin to really invest more appropriately for this stage that they find themselves in called retirement. Well, sure. I mean, as you approach retirement, one of the biggest changes in your fiscal wellness program is the investment strategy that you're in. We talked a minute ago about how 
when you're in your 20s and 30s, time is on your side. You got 20 or 30 years before you need to access that money. Not only that, but you have a salary to back you up in case the market goes down. You don't need to touch that money. But the fact that when you're approaching retirement, you've got to ask yourself, well, how much time do I have? If you're 10 years away from retirement, then you need to start looking hard at the strategy. You know, if you're investing in growth stocks or common stocks, mutual funds, things like that, that are more designed for growth, it's important to start to shift that strategy over towards things that are paying reliable amounts of interest or dividends, dependable income strategies, things like individual bonds, for example, or bond-like instruments, preferred stocks. All those things are designed to pay you an income, to pay dividends, to pay interest. And that interest in dividends is a renewable resource. And that's what's key about when you approach retirement, because a lot of the market values in your accounts don't necessarily dictate how much income you're going to get. That's really more set and more standardized. And if you have the right financial coach helping you to choose those items and then actively manage the portfolio for you, well, then you're all the better off. And again, especially as you approach retirement or you enter into retirement, Dave, that's one of the critical things that people don't realize. The strategy that got you up to retirement is not the strategy that's going to carry you forward into and through retirement. That's right. Fiscal fitness ensures that you're going to have the income you need in retirement, both today and tomorrow. Neglect your fiscal body, your retirement strategy. You may run out of money before you run out of life. So put in the hard work and you'll increase the chances. You'll enjoy the stress-free retirement you dream of and deserve. Well, Dave, like it happens so frequently, we are out of time on this episode of the Retirement Income Show. So folks, we hope you have an amazing day, amazing week with the ones you love. And we'll be back once again with the Retirement Income Show. That's all the time we have for today. To speak with Michael Eastham off the air, call 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. And for more information about Fellowship Financial, visit us online at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Retirement Income Show. The opinions expressed on this radio show are based upon information considered reliable, but should not be relied upon as such. Information presented is for educational purposes only. Moreover, no listener should assume any discussions or information presented serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer of solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Advisory services offered through Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Fellowship Financial and Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, are affiliated entities.